What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 295. On this episode, I'm joined by D Street. We talk about the Patreon, merch shop, music talk, social media, beat making, more music, podcast plans, Oklahoma, COVID, weed, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? Uh, here again, here again with Mo. All right, we're going to get to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash podcast Mo. Go there. Give a dollar more a month. Get early access to the podcast. I think it's like you get an email and it'll be like, this motherfucking shit's ready. Listen to it now. You listen to it. You feel like an exclusive badass. You probably walk out and just want to fucking bot people because you just feel so good about yourself. Um, or maybe it just impresses your... Or impress, improves your rapping, you know, with all that extra swagger you can acquire through being a patron of our Patreon. Um, you can also be like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall the Dharma Initiative Bear, it's your boy H2.com, and Graveyard Entertainment. Be a co producer, get shouted out all these episodes, and every time then you hear it, I mean, they gotta just has to just swell your fucking brain with power, you know, that's how I'd imagine it would be. Um, think about that. Also, we have merch shop, shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast with Mo. Just some simple shirts, you know, a little shirt, a mug, and they got a tote bag. You know, they got all kinds of shit over there. Uh, but it basically just has our logo on it. So I need to order a new one. Um, you know, I've been saying it for a long time, but I just I'm very forgetful. So we'll see if I remember anytime soon. Um, all right. This week, we're calling the homie D Street. Uh, he's called in before, uh, maybe like a year ago. I don't really remember. Time doesn't mean anything anymore. And uh, he's out of Oklahoma City. He is a rapper. He is taking a little break, but he's come back with some new music. Think I think he has more on the way. So uh, we'll check in with him there. And uh, let's give him a call. What's good with it, man? Uh, not shit. Just uh, this morning, I actually spent time making Canvas. You know, Spotify had those little videos that play behind your song, the canvases. I've been trying to make those for my next album. And it's a pain in the ass because they're only like four or five seconds long. So it's not like hard to do, but it is also kind of just annoying to do it. <laughs> you make it like one for each song. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I do it. Or that's how I'm going to do it. It's not how I always do it, but uh, I'm going to try to have a little variation between them. You know, something for like the one out of a hundred people that will actually be like, Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, most people I don't think even care. Right. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I, uh, I do. I edit my canvases on there too. So, right. And I need to do most people's styles that like, uh, I don't know, like the flashy sort of like picture, 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 you know, or video clip, video clip, video clip, like where it just cuts really fast. But I don't quite have mine that cool yet, but maybe someday. Yeah. Me, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, but there is definitely a, a look, you know, like a, a mainstream look that people go for. Uh, so how's the music going, man? I know you hadn't put stuff out in a while, but you're back. So uh, what's what's the update there? I feel good about the music. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm doing. I've been writing a lot of songs, so I, I plan on dropping them as much as my budget will allow me. Right. Of yeah. course, but uh, I'm gonna try to get back to consistent singles at least every month or every six weeks. I got a, uh, you know, the one that just dropped, and then uh, can't go home, which dropped on the 14th, and then 
this is like the first announcement, but I got another one dropping on September the 16th. It's called Without You. It's a whole nother single. So I got some music coming and I plan on those following by some, you know, with some other singles as well. So, you know me, I stand by my singles. Right. Uh, I'm just going to keep working these singles and doing the songs, making the music that I want to make really more than anything. Uh, I like the music that I'm making. I like the writing process I'm going through. I like uh, the music that's coming out of me and the way it's coming together. It's not like lyrical bars and all this bullshit, but um, I like the vibe of it. And it seems to be, it seems to be liked by, well, I mean, I'm not exposing the music to very, there's like maybe a couple people that are hearing these before they ever touch a platform outside of maybe a snip. So I, there's a lot of, I'm really kind of waiting to see how people feel about some of this new music I'm making because it's really different than anything I've ever made, which is what I've always planned on doing. I'm just keep on, I'm just sticking with my plan. Uh, it's a little different, but I fuck with it. So, right. Well, I mean, to me, I just think uh, as a someone who makes music as well, like you just kind of follow what you feel, you know, follow your gut. You know, there's a lot of everyone's going to be online, tell you like this keys of success and you got to do this, this and this. But honestly, that's just like that person's keys to success, you know, like how they did it. Um, I'm so done listening to those fucking people. <laughs> right. Well, like, for instance, it's like the single thing, you know, I'm not going to argue with anyone not to release singles. And if you go online uh, to any tutorial or whatever, they're going to say you have to do singles. Um, you know, do them every two weeks or whatever, you know, their suggestion is. And I've tried that and I'm going to have a couple singles come out next month, actually. Uh, and like to, as a lead up to my album. But I just know for me personally, when I sit down as a as an artist to make something. I don't do as well with singles, you know, and I don't release them and I, I can't focus on the promo like that's just some side of it. I just hate that shit. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm just I. it's easier for me to make 10 songs. And then just put them all together out as it is to make one and like really focus on it. You know what I mean? I feel what you're saying. I definitely am not against an album. If I had a better budget for it, I would make an album. But it's, the only thing that I will say I do hate about dropping singles is um, that there's like these little pockets. Like right now, this other single now is pushing the two week mark. I should drop another but it's not happening. It's like another three weeks before my next single drops. You know what I mean? And it's like, fuck. Right. So I'm just like waiting for all this music to be heard by people. And it's like, I can push it on my socials. I can try to get a playlist that I can do everything I can possibly do between now and then to promote the song, but nothing proves anything to me until it drops and the stream starts showing me what it's, how it's doing. Right. So I don't know, but I will say there's those little pockets between singles compared to like, oh, I just dropped an EP or I dropped an LP. It's got 10, 12 songs. I could fuck with this for six months while I'm getting a bunch more music together, promote it, do all kinds of different shit. There's a that would be me. But at this point, man, I'm so tired of hearing what everybody else should do and what I should do and what I shouldn't (laughs) do. And this and that from all these fucking people who can't even get half the streams I'm getting or even if they are getting any. Or they got nothing going on. They, they, it's just. I'm not trying to portray that I'm better than anyone because I'm not. I'm far fucking from it. I'm way anything but that. But I'm just so tired of taking other people's advice and listening to other people tell me what's better and what's not better and what I should do or what I shouldn't. And they're not gonna like this music and they're not gonna like the way you look here, this and that. And it's like you know what? I'm gonna be me. 
going to write my punk rock Blink-182 type songs. <laughs> I'm going to fucking do what it does. And I don't really care what anyone thinks. Like, And I'm just really tired of hearing it all the time. So I'm just, you know, I've done so much shit in music throughout the years. And it's always just kind of landed me in such a low position. And I'm just done with it. I'm just doing music on the side when I can afford it, what I can do. I've got a photographer. I've got a great person for mixing and mastering. I'm, I'm actually going back to a studio now to like lay all my vocals in there, you know, and then I'm just getting everything mixed off, sent off for mixing. Like I'm just, I'm paying everyone for my services, but I like it that way because none of it's personal. It's all business. And the rest is up to me to get the mute. Once the music's ready to go, it's up to me to upload it and get it on the eyes and ears I want it to, depending on my budget and how hard I want to work, I guess. And uh, sometimes it pays off, sometimes it don't. A big problem I have, and I'm sure you're somewhat similar, is that most of my like people that follow me on the internet are other artists. Yeah, you know? I already know. And so it's like you post something and they don't really care because they're not really a fan of yours. Like for me, they follow. I got a lot of mine because I was a podcast page before I was an artist page. And then I, I switched it over. And then uh, so a lot of people, they just want to be on the podcast or and also people think like my podcast is going to help them in some way. And I'm like, man, unless you're sharing it, ain't no one else going to listen except my normal fucking 40 <laughs> people, man. Like, I don't know what you're expecting to happen. I'm going to be on a podcast with Mo. I'm going to blow up. Right. No, I've, I've had people think that too. Like, and I've had, uh, you know, this Marco dude who like has millions of fucking listeners on Spotify and he called in cause he's fucking awesome. And he was, he heard I was a fan or whatever. And I was like, man, that was badass, You know, and he had like no ego whatsoever. And he has like millions of listeners. And then you have people on that are like, you know, don't have that. And I don't even try to judge people on their numbers, but like they have certain, you know, just the egos don't match, you know, get what, I get exactly what you're saying though, because it's just so overrun. You've just got these toxic people that are just, I hate to say it. They're like a bad relationship that won't go away. They're just toxic people. They just keep trying to suck something out of you because they think it's going to make them. And all day they're, they'll post a, They'll, they'll literally follow you. And before you get a chance to even know you've been followed, you've already got six notifications from them saying, please follow me back. Please follow me back. Oh, I'll no. just be like, <laughs> block. Why? Yeah. So you can hit me with some fake ass promo trying to get a hundred dollar bill out of me for these playlists. Cause you think I could be the next viral sensation to da, 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 da. I'm so sick of the scams in this shit. It's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, man. And right now, like the thing I show with the most is I, and every artist does. So I'm not special in this is just knowing like, where are the normal people that, that want to find music? And does that exist on the internet or are those people don't exist? And they just listen to their one friend who loves music that happens to hear stuff and tell them about it. Like, that's how I was. Like when I was in college, I was the one giving the new music to my friends, you know, like they didn't fucking yeah. go up on the internet and fucking find out who was popping and shit. I was like, Hey, I heard this shit. Cause I did spend all day going through the internet, listening to random shit. So definitely. I do think it's hard. A lot of people think like they just they're going to post something on Twitter and and they're going to get all these views and they're going to be the big the biggest fucking deal ever, you know, or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I just maybe I'm just Good doing luck. it all wrong. But right. Like to me, ain't no, you're not. It's just, the problem is there's just too many people trying to do it. Right. And everyone thinks it's like, I don't know, man. People are just like overrun with the shit to the point of like. I don't even know how to explain what I'm trying to say about these motherfuckers anymore. Well, I think I could. All I know is I'm sick of seeing them 
just drop links and just post so much shit. They're like, hey, man, you're not. They'll message me and say, you're not following me. I unfollowed you for a reason. <laughs> right. Because you're posting this shit every day, man. Like, they'll follow me on Instagram. I'll unfollow them or not follow them back because I'll look at their page and it's nothing but shit. Shit you're putting out, shit you're doing that nobody gives a shit about, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, and I would even say, even take it outside of music, just so we can say it's not necessarily music. It is kind of just the world today. Something like, I love video games, right? But there are people, and I've had this thought too, because I live in the fucking world that exists now. You can't even just play video games. You have to be like, wait, should I go on a Twitch and show people me playing video games? Maybe they'll give me money to watch me play video games where I'm like, man, I just used to love to do this. And other people did too. But now it's like, you can make money by doing it. So it's kind of changed it all. You know, like it's not yep. the same. It's like people look at it differently. That's exactly why I don't review music anymore and don't do any kind of show that has me involved listening to other artists' music. Yeah, I could see that. Fuck that. It just runs it. All it does is make me hate a bunch of artists because they fucking won't leave me alone and send me shit music for six months straight and then go, I've been improving my sound. And they send me the same single they dropped six months ago and it's the same shit. I just, it just makes me dislike indie artists and a sense of like, and it's not that I should because I am an indie artist trying to make my music be heard as best as I can, you know, by as many people as I can properly. I'm not paying for playlists from nobody anymore. Right. Yeah. I agree. This is where I'm at. I'm like, I'm not doing it. If you got a playlist with some potential streamers and listeners and you have a, a submission process, I'll go through it. Um, and sometimes people have good causes. Like you were saying, everybody's full of artists and shit. I think everybody's now to the point where there's so many people trying to be artists that it's like everybody just has a big old socials full of um, networking circles. Some people you network with, some you don't, but it's like all these people that, this guy does this, this guy does that, this guy does that. It's not that I dislike it or nothing because I'm a part of it too, you know, like, you know, Graveyard gets me streams, these other playlists and these people I've submitted to them, they get me streams. I, I try to retweet and shit. I'm not going to let it overrun my life with algorithms and all this shit trying to beat it, but I try to do what I can do as organically as possible to get my songs and singles as many places as possible where they can be actually heard by people and just see how it goes. But I get, these, I'm tired of getting these scams like constantly. And it's to the point now where I'm just not going to spend my money with anyone. I don't want to, I don't want to sound like an artist that's sitting around waiting to make it. Cause I'm not, I'm making investments toward myself. I'm dropping quality sounding music. Everything I do is professional. I'm not dropping videos, but everything I do is paid for and done professionally. It's just, I'm, if, if someone's coming to me and saying, I've heard all these singles and I think this is amazing music and I really feel like we can do something with them with this, I feel like the least of their worries is going to be your money. Yeah. Well, also like major artists, you don't go to a major artist and say, hey, I like your music. I could share it with everybody if you would just, you know, no, you just share it. You go on <laughs> Facebook and you share it because you like the song. And exactly. I, why would normal people just not do that? So I agree. And I'll say I've, I had to change my perspective on my music podcast quite a bit where I am not really judging people. It is a collection of my friends or potential friends. 
that want to, you know, I don't really know everybody necessarily. And I kind of just play their new songs and skinny gets hype. And I'm like, yeah, shit's cool. And I give some mixing advice if I have any, you know, I'm not like a fucking genius at it, but sometimes I, some people are a lower level than me. And I'm like, Hey, I think I could help you out with this one bit of advice if I got it. Um, and yeah, it really, the podcast for me is a way, and I think it's worked somewhat. It's my way of putting in uh, a non-selfish product out for whatever community this is, you know, have people on and, you know, and share your new songs, do whatever. And I don't really expect a whole lot out of it. And um, I think maybe when I first started, I did, I was like, oh, this thing will blow up and I'll make all this money off ads. And once I realized, like, I'll never hit the number you need for real ads, probably um, and made a Patreon. I was like, oh, this is all for just like my homies and my friends and people that want to support me. And like, you just have a different sort of attitude. So like, I just don't expect anything out of anyone. And that helps a lot. <laughs> I think, I'm, you know, and I think you, you should stick with that mentality, because when you get on this favor for favor artist ship. Oh, I got a new single. I'm going to share it, but you better share mine. Right. How about you just share the music that you like? Or if you know a guy who's up and coming and you, you support what he's doing, give him a share. It doesn't mean, you know, sometimes I don't give shares. You know why? Because I throw my phone down and mentally I can't deal with Twitter. I can't deal with social media. I got to take time away from it. So there's times when I'm just not getting on. There's nothing, there were no reason for me to be on. I have no music. I have nothing positive to say. Why would I get on here so I can bitch and complain at other people? <laughs> you know? Right. So I just don't get on and take the time I need to get around and be who I need to be. But there's these people on here that just refuse to put down the phone. No matter what they're going through, they think that they should tweet it to the world. Yeah, I agree. One of the things that really helped me is, uh, like uh, we have some mutual friends, I'm sure on Twitter, like some people are really overly positive and that is not the way I am. You know, like I'm a negative Nancy or whatever, you know, like that's just my mentality. And uh, but you see these positive people and they seem to be enjoying shit better. I know maybe it's all fake. You know, I don't give a fuck. But then you see the people that do get on and bitch about stuff because that, you know, wants to be me sometimes. And I'm like, fuck, that seems horrible. Like, why would you? Like, I don't know if you can, when you see the two, you're like, well, why would you ever choose to go online and bitch about something? Well, <laughs> I'm negative as shit. I'm actually pretty negative. I won't lie. Um, I feel like these people, yes, I believe that there is a process of you're going through it, you know, eating right, eating healthy, whatever it is. I'm sure you can go through some basic shit and probably in general be more happier and being positive about that probably helps. It's the fake positivity that drives me nuts. Right. It's like yesterday you wanted to kill yourself. Today you're willing to spread light to the world. Like we don't want your light. Go away. Yeah. I'll say I, in general, I type a lot of stuff out that sounds like, you know, complaining or bitching and I just delete it. I just don't type it. You know, it's, so I try really hard just to be like, you know what? I, I don't need to hate on someone. Cause some, it, honestly, it's always subtweeting. You know, if I'm being real honest, it's like someone posts some of like shit with distro kid, you'll never make any money. And then they'll have some shit of hating on distro kid. And I'll go pull up my bank. And I'm like, I think you're wrong. Cause I, I can see the money I've made. Like, what are you talking about? You know, exactly. And I want to like mean, hate on them, but I don't, you know, I top it all out and I go delete, yep. delete, delete, delete. I don't need to waste my time. Stupid. I've gotten any more where I've unfollowed and just gotten rid of so many people off of social media. Not that I just try to not, you know, and people, I'm not going to go download an app to find out who unfollowed me. You know what I mean? Oh, I can't totally follow those apps, but only because I just I can unfollow them. 
Like it, it lets me know. And I'm like, all right, it's unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. Does it or something? Yeah. Well, it'll, it pulls up a list and then now I can hit. Yep. Unfollow everyone on that list that has unfollowed me. Okay. Sometimes it does. I've never seen it. Yeah. I've seen people tweeting it. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I don't hate it. I originally got one for Instagram because Instagram had was so much worse at it back in the day. And then after I got on Twitter, it was like, fuck, people keep unfollowing me. And it's always producers. You know, like I rarely have rap artists or people like that unfollow me. Like normally it's a producer. And it's because I don't, even though I am a producer, I don't really participate in producer Twitter. You know, like I don't really yeah. jump on the tweets and I'm like, oh, my favorite no. plugins, the whatever. You know, like I don't. I mean, I like them all and they're fine. They're just young and I don't, I don't know. I don't got time for that shit. And so I'm, I don't even hate, I unfollow producers deliberately because all they do is try to send me messages for beat packs or whatever they got. And I don't need them. I have more than enough producers. And even if I didn't, there's the internet. I don't need, I'm not saying that somebody couldn't send me a link to their beat stars and I might not catch a beat that I might like, cause it could happen. But right. The fact that you sent it to me in a message makes me not want it now. Right. I mean, I'll be honest. Was that weird? It is. I mean, I understand it. The my my process is a a beat seller. I just I, you. I'm sure you've seen some tweets. I'll be like, hey, I have a beat store. If you're interested in beats, and I post the link. And I know it's not. Yeah. Like, most people have like a very aggressive uh, stance on it, or like a a gimmick or something. And I know that is probably smarter. Like if I wanted to make money. I should be doing what these people are doing. They're not doing it for no reason. I'm sure there is a reason behind it. But I do think I'm sure I connect with certain people when they see my process. They're like, oh, he seems cool. I'll check out his beats. You know, I gotta, I'm just right. hoping to grab those people. I don't know. I just because like you can only be you authentic. I'll fucking throw them through the hoops. I had a guy message me a while back and he goes, hey, man, I listened to your song. I think yeah, I got some beats that would be good for you. I'm automatically assuming copy and paste. Right. Of course. And I go, yeah, send me a link to your beat store. <laughs> He goes, I um I haven't got it set up yet, blah, 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 blah. I go, send me a link to the beat store. I'll check out your beats. Two days later, he goes, hey, man, I got my beat store up. <laughs> he sends me his beat store. I, I gave him about 10 seconds of listen on each beat he had on there. It was all no-go for me. Yeah. But I fucking put him through some hoops. Yeah, hit me back on Wednesday. I can check them out and see if they actually follow through. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, because you're basically doing to a producer what producers do to rapper. You know, like the opposite way happens. Like a rapper all the time is like, I'll hit you up in a few days about that beat. And you're like, all right. I'm not trying to hate on producers because, like, we need producers to make this game work. But an individual artist doesn't need a producer. As far as, like, not a producer, a beat maker. Right. You don't. I mean, I was because you have a budget. And you have, I mean, you really do this, but I do think if someone's starting out, like I'll, for instance, I'll give someone a free beat pack if they're like, not but to that I level like yet. A free beat, I'm like, regardless of any budget, even an up and coming artist, all you got to have is PayPal and you can literally get $25 leases on freaking beat stars for an up and coming artist. You're not going to break a hundred thousand streams with no fans. I agree. I mean, I've talked so, people out of, um, that have like really wanted an exclusive, you know, and I have a make it, make an offer is my thing on an exclusive. Yeah. And, uh, but my leases are like 50 and a hundred and they used to be 25 and 50. And then at one point in time I upped them and, uh, yeah, someone will hit me up like, man, I really only got $50, but I love for it to be an exclusive. And I'm like, well, just buy the $50 lease. And I'm like, you're not, you're never going to get more plays than that. And if you do hit me up, we'll figure it out. I mean, I'm cool. But yeah, like, they get they get worked up on like, no, I have to own that. And I'm like, man, I don't even sell beats like that. You probably will be the exclusive leaser of it. 
Like no one else exactly. has released it yet. Like just get the right. cheap one, bro. And I've talked people, people out of it. Yeah, of spending more money. I think that you should do what's within your budget. Um, I'll tell you right now, you start about me having a budget, dude. I buy when I buy a beat, I buy the fifty dollar. It's they send me an MP3 and the wave. It's usually about fifty bucks. Yep, I can get like, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand streams, maybe like. Three, four, five thousand digital copies. So many radio stations. They're pretty. They're pretty lenient leases. But I'm not going to break two hundred thousand streams on that single. And if I do, at that point, I can probably go buy the unlimited lease or whatever. But that I'm spending about fifty bucks per lease or song. Some of them are forty. Some are fifty. Some will have like a, oh, it's sixty, but it's buy two and the third one's free. Yeah. Um. But I do it all through BeatStars. That way, it's you know automatic delivery, no tags and all that. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm spending about 50 bucks per, per lease. Yeah, I, I did that. I was at 25 for a long time, but I will also say I started a beat star store probably about a year too soon, maybe. Um, and I think I had to go through those pains, you know, I'm just that type, you know, like if I wanted to paint, I'd have to paint some shitty shit first and then be like, Oh shit, I painted some shit. I need to fix it. You know, like that's just how I am. How does it work? So like you make beats and then you set up like a beat stars account. And then when you sell beats on there, beat stars gets a cut and you get a percentage or something. Uh, if you do their basic one, that is how it is, but you're limited to how many you can upload. And then oh. if you pay for like a monthly subscription, which I've done the yearly subscription because I, I'd made enough money selling beats and I was like, fuck it. I'm buying a year of it. And, uh, cause you can save money in the long run that way. And definitely. Uh, so, at first, yeah, yeah, I put up some stuff. And I mean, I was uploading beats back when like I didn't know how to tune an 808. Or I saw that I know how to tune it. I didn't even know the 808s could be out of tune. I didn't even know what putting shit in scale or keys were. Like I didn't know any of that. And I was just like, oh, this shit's hard. I'm putting it up, you know. And there's thousands of not millions of beats on beat stars like that. So it does suck. It's oversaturated with some shit. But it happens. Um, yeah. So anyway, I sold mine for twenty five dollars uh, for the basic leases. And yeah, you do like some with waves and MP3s. Uh, the next one you get stems. Now, if you were like you, like you mentioned the fifty dollar one, if you hit me up or like I wanted this fifty dollar lease, since I'm cool with you and maybe this is a weakness of mine, I'm always like, fuck it, it's exclusive for you. Or I'll go ahead and throw in the stem. You know, like because right, I just right. always hook up homie. Like, and I I've talked to producers like, no man, you got to just stay firm. And I get it. If I ran a store, you can't give all your friends a discount. But like. In this creative world, I feel like it could only benefit you to be friendly like that. I don't know. I agree. Like, I, I definitely agree with you. The fact that the way I see it in your standpoint, I, mean, I know you're an artist as well as far as a rapper or whatever, but as a beat producer, the more people you can have personal relationships with that way, I just feel like, as a producer, I feel like you would want to have as many people that fuck with you as a producer. That way you build relationships with them. And not only that, you know, each one of y'all can either benefit each other. If you got someone who's buying beats from you, like six, eight beats, 10 beats a year from you and putting all these singles out and giving you credit and tagging you and he hits and blows. That's good news for you. Right. When I mean, I have a lot of beats. I mean, that's another thing. I gave out a bunch of beat packs last year or earlier this year. I don't know when the fuck it was now. Um, so I put out a tweet of, hey, anybody would like a beat pack? And people that I'm cool with and stuff, I sent it to them. Uh, some people like Brad Sir X already put a whole fucking album with one. Uh, Brad Sir X Coop. And then like uh, Southern Comfort, I, I sent some too. And he's working on some shit that sounds really good. You know, I just hope he 
we can polish it up and it comes out eventually. And then a uh, certain assay has to some beats. So, you know, random people, because I have so many that I was like, man, I've honestly, I've made about 600 beats now in my beat making career. And like, right. what am I going to fucking do with fucking 600 beat? You know, so I just went ahead and tell them the people that will use them. Fuck it. Right. <laughs> and so it was like, uh, let's do something with, it, you know, and like, friends, I have not made a new beat in about a month because I was in like finishing up my album mode. And so I'm pretty excited to get back to it because I'm sure it'll sound way different. You know, I like kind of whenever you take a break and come back, you get a different vibe going on. Um, but right. to me, and again, like uh, not to go on too much about beat making, it is just a great hobby, you know, like outside of like the maybe money or whatever. Like I just enjoy doing it, like to get off work and after dinner, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm gonna go knock out a couple beats. Like, I think that's way okay. a cooler hobby than someone that's like. Oh, I'm gonna go down to the bar and fucking drink a beer and play pool or whatever. You know, like, I don't know. I think it's way cooler to be productive. Definitely. I um Jesus. Um I got a uh is this can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Phones thing in the way. Um <laughs> Yeah, I've um dude, I don't know how to do shit. I can't make beats. I don't know how to uh, do mixing, mastering. I don't know how to do shit. All I know how to do is write songs, record them. I have a vision on how I want them to hear. I record them, send all the waves off, get it all fully mixed. This guy that's mixing, that the guy that mixed can't go home. Uh, did you listen to Can't Go Home? I, have. I sent it into the show, I think. Yeah, yeah. I went ahead and listened when it came out. I normally don't when people's songs come out, but since the, we've been filling up the show quite a bit slower. So I was like, oh, I'll go ahead and check it out. But yeah, I did hear it. Thought it was dope. We'll play at the end of this too. So people. Can hear. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I, it's just kind of, uh, I just want to kind of see what people thought about that direction. And what's weird is the next songs are like really totally even different than this. Right. I feel like every song is to the point that they're all so different. Like nothing's going the same way, but I've got shit from that to shit that sounds like, I don't know, fucking Blink-182. I got some like kind of punk rock pop shit I've been pushing on. Uh, I've been really working my hook game a lot more, so my hooks are better. And I feel like, feel like I'm comfortable as an artist to sing now, so I'm going to keep singing. Fuck all this rap shit, dude. I got too many other songs that I, I'm doing that I'm writing, and they're singing, and I like where I'm going with them. And I, I just say, fuck it. So that's all I'm doing. I have no skill other than singing, songwriter, and... I'm a, I'm my own mo- manager, my own promoter, my own uploader, distributor. Upset besides Distro Kid, I have nothing going. I shut down merch. I quit doing merch. I'm never doing another live show again unless it's paying me a paycheck regularly. <laughs> I've I've I'll be honest. We've thought about doing one live show um, because I've watched some other people's, and I think we would be better because people don't understand how entertaining Skinny is. You know, like he's just so right. hype and shit. And I'm like, man, dude, I think you'd be good on one of these fucking live shit. So we've thought about it. Uh, but I'm sure you remember like a month or two ago, we had these storm surges fucking knocked out like almost two grand worth of electronics in my house. So, oh, Lord, I'm still yeah, recovering. Had storms. It's crazy. Yeah. That ice storm. We had that ice storm. I was without power for like a week. Oh, yeah. And then, when we, then when we got the snowstorm, the like really, really deep snow, I didn't lose power the whole time. But my car was so covered in snow and the temperatures got so low it wouldn't start. Man, I have a very first world problem. Our our front door is uh, one of the ones that has like it's a, the schlogs and you put in a code. I mean, it takes a key, oh. but you can put in a code to fucking open your front door. And we've lived here like five years now. And I've n- I never I've never actually unlocked my front door with a key. And in this week, the whole fucking lock starts fucking up and I have to buy a new one. And these locks are like one hundred and fifty dollars. 
I'm like, holy fuck, man. This is some right. The same exactly $20 at fucking Home Depot. <laughs> right. I was like, God damn it. So all week I've been having to use my key and I'm like, feel like a fucking weirdo. And it's so weird because it's like everyone's like, yeah, I open lock my house with the key all the time. But when you have a code system, you don't have to. And it's super cool. So, man, I can't really, I don't want to sound bad, but without an iPhone, I don't know how I survived the world. I think it finally sucked me in. I think I was asleep and they stuck a chip in my head. I can't survive without my iPhone. Yeah. I mean, I think about a lot of when I go back to my hometown every once in a while, you know, I can get around anywhere and I can, I guess where I live now, but just the thought of when I drive places, I'm like, just in case, let me put in the GPS real quick, just to make sure I'm taking the quickest route, you know, or before you said you're from Warica, right? Correct. Yeah. I remember you telling me that I actually um, went back to, um, I went back to the Spotify episodes because I was like, when was the last time I was on this show? It was episode 199. Oh, hell yeah. So, yeah, I went back, listened to about 10 minutes of it. I was like, all right, that's all I need to know. I just <laughs> see how country I sounded and see what the last episode was. Yes. Yeah, I, I actually mentioned right before you got on here. I was like, I think it's been about 100 episodes. So that yeah, was pretty close because this will be 295, I think. Um, that's what's up. That's close. Almost 100. That's even crazy. Today's my birthday, too. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Happy birthday. Uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. even, I forgot until um, really, really this morning is what I kind of remembered. But yeah, it's my birthday, but I had surgery last week. So this yeah, last week that. I've been kind of hanging out in my house. Just So what'd you have, like, what was the surgery for? For my bladder. <laughs> oh, is that? Yeah, I know it sounds, it sounds worse than it really is. I mean, overall it's a problem, but virtually, man, I had surgery on Monday and I'll be back in the doctor on this Monday coming up about noon and I should be. I will be basically on my feet. Technically, I still have time to heal up because, you know, I've been cut and I need to let my body heal. But I should be like physically back on my feet, which I am now. I can walk and drive and stuff. But, yeah, um, I had to get cut and um, I'm pretty much healing up as best as I can. But I don't know. I did better this time. I've had the surgery a few times and uh, I actually did really, really well this time for some reason. So I've just been sleeping resting not doing anything physical uh, a lot of medicines that i'm finishing up eating a lot of fruits drinking a lot of meal replacement shakes stuff like that just making sure that i'm trying to properly heal <laughs> right man i'm so i never go to the doctor uh so like there probably is shit wrong with me but i'm just you know one of those people that i like, have no choice man they told me literally like freaking like not this summer we're in now, but last summer they were like, you need surgery immediately. I said, oh, okay. And I was like, you know, I told you I was shutting down my business after about five years. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing lawn care and landscaping for like five years on the side. It's just always been a great side gig because with music and my daughter and just the way my scheduling and just the way I work mentality wise, it's better for me to, I can't stand just going to the same place every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Get it. Um, so I've always done it on the side and I've always made really, really good money with it. You know, the last couple of years have been kind of if, and, and, but because of COVID and people changing and a lot of stuff. But other than that, <clears throat> I've always done really well with it, but uh, I shut it down officially. This was my last summer doing it. I just finished it up like a couple of weeks ago and I literally shut down the whole business, got rid of, sold all the equipment. Everything I got is gone. I'm, I don't ever plan on mowing another yard again, unless it's my own personal yard. Right. Yeah. Uh, Five years. I'm fucking wore out. I mean, I've done more than mow. I was doing um, flower beds and trimming hedges and tree trimming and shit throughout the years too. But basis of it was cutting grass. And I am, I just, I don't ever want to do it again. 
Right. Yeah. I mow my own lawn. And when I was in college, I worked uh, on in the grounds crew for a moment. You know, I get a mow on campus and shit like that. And yeah, the the putting the mulch in the flower beds was the worst part. I was like, fucking throw me on any piece of machinery and I will do it over fucking hands and knee in a fucking flower bed, man. And that exactly right there is why flower beds are so expensive and people think you're tripping when you go try to do a little flower bed in front of their house and you go, uh, 350 bucks. And they're like, yeah, out of your rabbit ass mind. Like go anywhere else. They're probably pushing you double that. Yeah. I mean, it's It's not cheap. (laughs) No, well, no, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, but I was saying, I'm done though, man. This this last year kind of my mental health was like really, really at one of the lowest it's been in a really long time, which I've always had problems with my depression and stuff. But this last year just really proved to me how much like man, what's a good way to put it? How much no one really gives a fuck about you. <laughs> I know that sounds bad because I know if anyone that listens back on this later, I don't want anyone to think that. I don't think that anyone cares about me, but it's just been so many times in my life when I needed anything for help, whether it be just whatever the situation was, I just needed help and no one had could find five to 10 minutes of their time or help me in any way. Social media was so much more important and all this other shit, you know, and uh, I'm talking about as someone who's dealt with depression for a long time. So those people tend to get pushed aside and with their anxiety and shit, they tend to feel like unwanted and a burden and spend a lot of time just away from everyone and not dropping music, which is one of my key go-tos to keep me sane. You know what I mean? Is being able to drop the music that I want to drop. And at the same time, I'm trying to get my health in order, which, you know, I was needing surgery. So I quit drinking. I thought, I think I mentioned a while back, I just quit smoking cigarettes. Like the beginning of this month will be five months. And uh, I was vaping for a while and I finally quit vaping too. So I was like, I'm finally done with cigarettes. I'm done drinking as far as any kind of like real drugs. You know, it's been like my uh, like late teens, early 20s since I was really living the rock and roll life. You know? Right. But as far as like drinking and smoking and things like that, I've been trying to get that shit out of my life. And uh, I shut down my lawn business because uh, I told myself no matter how broke I go, and what job I have to do, it's a step towards going to school, which I'm starting school in October. Uh, it's supposed to be September, but with me healing up and getting a job, I'm hoping I'm able to make it in time. If not, I'll just start the following month. But uh, I'm going to barber school, so. Nice. I'm just fucking, I'm already cutting hair. I'm already cutting my own hair every week, and I've been cutting other people's hair. I've been like really working on the lines and designs, even on the side of my own head. And I'm getting better and better. So I just kind of want to take what I know, go to school, learn the structured system of it, have someone who's really good, teach me to be even better. And uh, fuck it, dude. I'm just going to cut hair, I guess, and do my music on the side and try to be the best dad I can be. That's where I've been lacking. My depression and shit has ruined me from being not really the greatest of a dad. Not in the sense of like, I'm some scumbag, drunk, child abuse. You know, I love my daughter. She's the best thing in the world for me. But I haven't really been in the shape I should be in and be there when I should be. And I'm trying to make sure that I'm a little more involved. So I just took a stand with myself to let people know that like music's not running my life anymore. I've never made enough money for music for it to ever run shit in my life. I don't know why I ever let it influence me. And I'm not ever listening to shit anybody has to say about music anymore. 
Right. Uh, that's just me. I mean, I'm not against constructive criticism and stuff. I understand sometimes I might record a song and someone may hear it and say, this could be better. That could be better. I feel like that's going to be the case, no matter what, how good of a song I ever put out, there's always going to be somebody that says it can be better or doesn't like it or doesn't want to hear it. And that's fine with me. I just know that me as a personal person and like an artist, I have to drop music. I'm trying to be consistent with it. You know, I want to make sure that I'm dropping regular music and I got a great photographer who's really open to these different photo shoots we're trying out. I got a photo shoot scheduled here, like right around the beginning of the month. I'm trying to try out new stuff with these photo shoots and see what we can do with the photos and stuff. And, you know, I have a professional graphics guy. The only thing I'm lacking is someone for videos. <laughs> I'm still lacking a video guy, even years later. I actually I just, uh, know some people in the city if you would. Uh... If you're interested. Well, the problem is, is it's not, it's not in my budget to have videos right now with school and everything. So I'm not going to worry about videos. I'm just going to keep dropping my consistent projects as long as I'm able to afford it. And when I get done with school and my budget's a little more in order, then I'm going to see about trying to bring somebody in. But right now, everybody wants all this big, big money for all their video shit. And I I just can't pay these. I I just can't pay these people hundreds of dollars to shoot videos. I'm not making enough money for music to do that. And it's not that it's really about money. It's not like, oh, if I drop a video, I feel like I should be getting more streams or more money or something because I'm not. It's just to invest those kinds of dollars right now is not smart because I don't have the fan base or the budget. I, I mean, I agree 100 percent. And a lot of people will say you have to do videos. Maybe you do. I don't like my face enough. And I know that's a weird, honest, truth thing or whatever, but like. You know, like people go on TikTok or whatever, and they just fucking film themselves talking to the camera. I try that shit. I'm like, I hate the way I look. I don't like looking at me. I don't think people want to watch me do this. I ain't going to just rap into a fucking camera. And so if I would make a video, I'd really want it to be super artistic because that's just kind of the way I feel, you know, and that would be even more expensive. So it'd be like, no way, no way. I can't have my face on it. Right. Uh, something you kind of touched on, like everything you were saying there. You know, earlier you mentioned how you were singing now and uh, also you're kind of making music for you and the anxiety and depression and all that. For me, my when I make music, it, it is d- these days definitely for me. And I, it is me trying to do like an exploration of my own thoughts and my own feelings. And it is a lot of, I don't know, just shit for me. You know, and if other people connect, that's great. But that is not normally my intent. And uh Friends, I have a song coming out on my next album. It's called Not Sure. People want to try to remember this from a month from now. And uh, I sing on it like horribly. Like I'm not a good singer. You, you, like you've you've practiced. You can sing pretty well. And um, I, I cannot sing. But I was like, fuck it. And I just did like four layers of like horrible, like crooner type singing. But it's like you can kind of tell I'm enjoying it. And it's like so bad. It's good, if that makes sense. And but <laughs> it's like my favorite song on the album, maybe. And I listen to it. And I'm like people are going to hate this. And like, I know it, like I know now people are going to hate it, but I'm I'm definitely, I'm a little more, um, I'm a little more worried. Like this song right here that just dropped, can't go home. I only have about three to four people that I'll let listen to my music before it ever drops. And I was like four people. And I got two people said that they didn't like it. And the other two said they loved it. So I was like, Oh shit. You know, I don't know what to do with this one. I just said, fuck it. It's for me. I'm sending it off. I'm done. Right. I sent all my vocals. It got mixed to come back. I liked it. A couple spots. I'm not 100. Like I didn't, I didn't, I'm not, not too great on them right now, but I was less worried about can't go home because I knew that even if they didn't really like the song, 
the way that I wrote Can't Go Home on every aspect from they took my Peter Pan, he took my hand, hand and we flew away. No matter how I twisted the song or how much I made the melody, nobody, I feel like, from any walk of life cannot listen to that song from front to back and relate to at least a bar or two, line or two, however you want to put it. Right. Whether the song's for them or not, okay. And as far as denying the quality of mix, I know it's professional, so I know it's good. But on this next one, I don't know if that's going to be the case with everyone. I feel like this one's going to be a little more easier to shove away. Right. Well, and again, I don't think you worry about it. I'm not. I just kind of just predicting what I'm expecting, I guess. (laughs) Right. right. I mean, I put out a song uh, with Karma earlier this year and... I, I mean, it was a weird one because I knew I knew I didn't really like it, you know, but I made it. And then uh, I had like four lines on it that I, I really liked. I think I delivered them really well. And I was like, fuck it. I, put, to it. Like, I was like, we're putting out this whole song because I like these four lines that I said. Like, I think I delivered those four lines good. And then I knew Karma would do her thing. And it's kind of in her style. So she went ahead and got on it. And then, uh, you know, I put it out. But I'm, it is a single of its own. I'm not going to put on a collection of anything because I was kind of unsure about it, you know? But then again, I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to put it out. Cause I made it one day and I, I did like it that day. I made it. So might as well. It's yeah, kind of I remember, on. I remember listening to it. I don't remember what it was, but I remember listening to it. Cause a lot of times if I see artists, I know, and they're like drop a single or an album, I'll just click it and listen to it. Right. If I'm, in my little studio area here working, doing not like my, if I'm out driving down the road, I'm not going to stop my life and listen to it. But if I'm sitting here listening to music, like on my playlist, I know my playlists aren't big playlists. I don't even know if they're getting any artists, any strains at all. I may be probably the only one listening to them, (laughs) but uh, I listen to my playlist. So all the songs that I add to those, I always make sure I listen to them or at least preview them for a couple minutes to make sure I'm going to be cool with that song being on my playlist because I plan on using that whenever I'm driving or riding or if I'm cleaning my house or whatever, I'm always playing these playlists. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm the same way. Uh, I have some playlists. I mean, you know, like the our podcast playlist, I try to listen to um, at least once a week or every other week, something like that, you know, and some other people do every once in a while, but it's hard. You can't make people listen to the fucking playlist. You know, it's like all you can do is put on there and hope hope it goes well. I do think your new image for yours looks super professional. So uh, that might maybe that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? I did. Appreciate it. Yeah, that was for my graphics guy. He was like he had he owed me a favor. And I was like, look, I need a Spotify playlist cover. And he was like, what do you mean? I explained it. And he kept saying, do you want me to put your logo? Do you want me to put this? Like, No, I just want you to make a cover somehow. With one of these pictures, all of them, whatever you got that I send you, and all I needed to say is Spotify playlist by D Street. He kept getting all caught up in these little details. I'm like, bro, just make one. And he sent me that back, and I was like, looks good to me. I want it to be the same cover that way. And, you know, it's got a good cover. The how to submit to them is right there in the description. And for the most part, it's really good quality music from really talented artists on those playlists. Um, I am accepting through, uh, what is that, dailyplaylist.com. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because you actually brought that up the last time you were on here. <clears throat> I removed a bunch of music from my playlist a while back because I felt like it was just oversaturated with a bunch of fucking shit music from reviews. Right. So I got rid of them all and it actually removes some of the playlists from, um, from daily playlists. Ah. So there's only two on there now, 
but yeah, they have to have like 30 songs and at least a hundred likes to even be able to be submitted. So I have some of them were low and some of them don't have the likes. So I'm trying to get them all back up to always at least 30 songs or more and um, have them all with at least a hundred likes. That way I can add more. Cause I got that rock one. It was like nine hours of rock music. <laughs> I, I narrowed that down to like two hours of rock music and changed the title to not rap by, you know, just, they're just there for the artist. I really listen to them. And if the artist would listen to them, I feel like between that, between all these artists and daily playlists, somebody's bound to get some streams, but I ain't never had nobody tag me and say, man, I'm getting these streams from D street music. Yeah. We're no graveyard. Um, that's Bonanza. <laughs> yeah. I actually got one of my playlists on daily playlists. Cause I was submitting songs. Um, after you told me about it, I went on there and actually to my surprise, I had about a thousand submissions already submitted on my behalf. So I guess maybe where I was features on other people's songs and yeah. submitted them maybe. And uh, so anyway, I started to submit some songs and then uh, eventually my podcast playlist got enough. It has like a hundred and something, you know, followers. So I submitted that one, but it's weird because now I, I use, if anyone submits to that, I will download their song and play them on the podcast if I like it enough and then add it right. to the playlist. So I'm you kinda, get some good music through there. Yeah, man. There's a, this Rez Aaron guy. He's like an EDM dude. Cause we, EDM is one of our categories and everything he sends. I'm like, bro, this shit is fucking odd. Like this dude should be huge. <laughs> this really I've, I've pretty much learned that it, there's, there's two types of tracks on daily playlist. It's either good or it's trash. Yeah. And I, I went through there and we're talking about it. It's funny is I literally just got on there yesterday. I think it said, you have 54 submissions. I was like, holy shit. I went through there. I think out of all 54 of them, I might've accepted 10. The rest were denied. And now I've noticed they updated it where if you're denying it, it makes you give a reason why you're denying yourself. It does. It says one of them says that the mix isn't up to scratch. I just keep clicking it. Mix isn't up to scratch mixes because some of them are just crappy and if it's not a crappy mix it's just a crappy artist right. i don't mean that bad because i know we all got to start somewhere but it's just like yeah i don't have time for this waste waste of my time ain't nobody gonna listen you're making my playlist look bad at this point right yeah and honestly there's been times like uh i think my mix sounds good and then like a year or two later you're like oh, i really wasn't that good you know i like you know what i like this well there was one of yours i listened to a while back um getting high in writing that's the shit that excites me yeah Okay, I like everything. Well, the only thing I can tell is, I feel like it's a great mix. The only thing I can tell is I can tell all the verses were recorded in different places. Yeah, that's a remix. I mean, there was an original version of that, and then I sent it over to Sir Nasty, and then, yeah, we we had done a remix. But yeah, you can definitely tell. But I like that one. It's on one of my playlists. Yeah, that one actually gets a lot of, if it's the Graveyard edition mix i made that just a gave to them so they could upload it since they're the homies and they've gotten yeah. that shit up to like so many plays it's a dumb that's number. crazy yeah it's a dumb number yeah um man i i can't lie i wish i could say i had tons but um this new single did about 5k almost 6k within the first week hell yeah and that's probably the fastest rising single i've ever had uh, I think it's slowing down now. You know, people seen it. It's been retweeted. It's been retweeted so many times by so many different promos and shit. You know what I mean? Right. I ran promo on it. I submitted it to tons of different little indie radios and spots because it wasn't hip hop. So I know it was going to be accepted. So I just started fucking sim- submitting it to tons of different shit. Got accepted to some. 
I don't have any luck with daily playlists. I need to start resubmitting on there, but I tried submitting Take a Toll on You to um, daily playlist like a dozen, 20 times, and I don't think I ever got one accepted. <laughs> right. Well, and and to me, I, I do look at those uh, as different stats. Like on Internet Friends 3, there is the song that I thought should be like the lead single. I submitted to a lot of different playlists, and it didn't get very many listens. But I mean, to be candidly, it's because the artists on it and Graveyard, I don't think, get along necessarily too well. So Graveyard wasn't putting it on playlists. And uh, but it got accepted by way more playlists on daily playlists than any other song on, really? on the album, you know. So it's like even though it has the less it has less listens than all my other songs on the album, it got accepted to more playlists. It just didn't get accepted by Graveyard's playlist. So like, you know, okay. and they and they get so many. So like I don't know. I, and I try to stay out of that shit, you know, like everyone's my friend around here. And, um, but I mean, you'll see, I like, because I do so many collab songs, I get really interested in who brings the song or who brings the listeners, you know? It's so, like, you know, if graveyards on a song, they are committed to that and they're going to put on all their playlists and it's going to get a bunch of listens, which is great. And then there's people like, like karma actually brings listeners somehow, right? Like, I don't know if it's through playlists. She doesn't, or, she doesn't like me anymore. We no. don't like each other. Well, Regardless, you know, not the not for anyone's feelings get hurt, but you know, she has listeners that will listen to a song if you put it out. Uh, Forgotten one, same way. He uh, has like his songs will get some listens that seem different, whereas in other people, and I'm probably in the same boat as these other people um, that'll be on your song, and it would be like you had no feature. Like it doesn't seem like they have a fan base that travels or goes to your page, and right. I, and I'm concerned. I'm the same way. Like I don't know if when I do a song for someone, you know, I've helped some smaller people get a 1K song that they've never had before because I've been a feature. And I, th- I think that's awesome when I can help do that. But, you know, I'm that's also why I don't charge. I'm not charging anyone for any v- verses because I I can't guarantee I'm bringing you any listeners. You know, like I just don't have pool yeah. like that. So, well, I try to I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but I like my goal is to see at least 1K within 24 hours. Yeah, it's awesome. Feels good. It feels great. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I know it's a lot of it's because of graveyard, uh, you know, so like I try to keep all that. Of course, graveyard graveyard is my like at least probably 60, 75 percent of the streams I get. I'd say at least 60 percent of the streams I'm getting are coming from graveyard. Right. So I try to look more at my followers. Like if, if my followers can slowly creep up or so like I feel good, like for some reason, that's something I care about more. Um, and then I can look at, you know, if the listens come from Macon, Georgia, I know that's straight up graveyard. And so I can do some math, you know, I'm pretty decent at math where I can get a solid gauge, but I'm not ever going to turn like, I appreciate them. I'm not trying to say anything like, I don't want those listens. I totally do. You know, like some people would say, oh, I just don't want to be put on a playlist that they're just going to play me. And I'm like, well, that's the point. You know, like if, if you got put on a Spotify playlist, you know, choosing my editorial staff, or if you got put on anyone's playlist, you didn't know. And they played you on repeat all day because they like your song. That's awesome. So why is it different just because you know the person on Twitter or just because you know the person on the internet? Like if someone likes your song and they're willing to play it, fucking play it, man. I love the fact that that's basically and that's where I'm at. Like I'm not against a scheme, not a scheme, but a networking circle of other artists. You know, like you got a podcast, Graveyard, the streaming, somebody else. Like I'm cool with everyone. I want to get I want to network with everyone I can, but everything has to remain organic. Right. I'm not ever at the point thinking like, yo, you're on my podcast. You better start sharing my music every day. Right. Like I don't have time to keep up with other people's music. I barely keep up with my own fucking music. Well, to me, you it's just, I mean? you're not keeping track of favors. You're not tally marking it. You're just, Fuck no. you're just homies. Just, and so you're yo, trying to be cool. If I see you, 
I know we're cool. Your name's there. It rings a bell because I know we're cool. I'll hit you with a retweet or a fucking like or whatever it is I'm doing. But I can't retweet your single every time you retweet it every day. You're not going to yeah. get 50 retweets every day. I agree. These fucking people on here crying on the internet. Like, and that's where I used to say on the show, that's one thing from back in some of the live shit I will say is finding your fan base of people that fuck with you and your music, no matter what, is so important. And though I don't have it as big as I like, I know I got a good solid amount of people that are fucking with my music, even outside of like what I'm getting through playlisting. Like I, I got a bunch of people in my family that love my music, but refuse to listen to it anywhere but YouTube. No, oh, I'm the same way, man. <laughs> exact same way. I'm like, why? Go to Spotify where I actually get paid. <laughs> well, if they top in D Street Topic, you get paid from those. If there's ads, I feel you, but I think I made like I do last year for the whole year. I made like a dollar thirty eight from YouTube. I think mine was like three sixty. I just looked at it yesterday. I was just curious. I was like, what did YouTube pay me like? All yeah. the money, any money that I make from streaming is all coming from Spotify. Me too. Yeah. And maybe a few bucks from Apple, but not much. I've thought about switching to Apple because my wife has an iPhone and I may get one someday because uh, I'm so Android gang and I they do pay better. So part of me would like wants to support whoever pays artists better. But I just have such a my system's so set up on Spotify, you know, I'm so used to it. Right. It's same here. All my playlists are on Spotify. Everything I do, my play, dailyplaylist.com, everything yeah. I do literally is through Spotify. Every stream, every dollar I've ever made has come through basically Spotify. Except I'm talking about as far as streaming, not music, merch or shows right. or nothing, but as far as streams, hey, nobody else is paying me enough to matter. Uh, in a week, I think I did like maybe 6K on the new single on apple it got like 100 plays right yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like you come on who's not gonna push spotify everyone's like ah well i tried to play your song but it played like one song and then took me to something else i'm like it's ten dollars a month for spotify premium how bad can it be yeah and get 15 for family plan five y'all can join exactly jesus christ (laughs) family plan get a family plan for 15 dollars my uncle refuses to do it i keep telling him you know how much better you'd be if you just Set it up and take it out of your, once a month out of your account. Takes mine out on the fifteenth, about five six in the evening. It'll take it out every week, every month. Nine dollars ninety nine cents, and I'm I used to swear I'd never pay it, but now I won't do without it. Yeah, I'm the same way, man. Like I forever because I was such a pirater, um, you know, of everything. And then yep. all these streaming services for videos came out because in college I just I was addicted to downloading full seasons of stuff and watching them. Uh, like this is way before Netflix took off. So I was like a pre streamer, I guess. And then whenever all these services came out, I was like, you know what? It's easier than having to download shit and then try to hide my fucking IP address and all this shit is if I just paid $20 a month and I'll just watch it, you know, like exactly. so. And then eventually it happened with music where I was like, fuck it. I'm just and now that I have it, um, you know, I, me and my wife and uh, my mom and dad, I even put on my family plan. They never fucking listened to it. But I was like, here, y'all have it put all on your phones. Uh enjoy it whatever and yeah i and whenever i see someone that doesn't pay for it and they're like what do you mean go to that like the interface is so different that i'm like oh i don't even know how to fucking operate free spotify yeah i don't know how to do the free version you're gonna have to pay for it or fuck off I (laughs) yeah man i will i had apple for a while but i just didn't like it i didn't like paying nine dollars a month for apple because i wasn't using it so i shut it down i'll never pay for youtube iheart none of them um, I like Spotify not only because that's where my streams come from. I like the playlisting. I like the Spotify for artists. How I can customize my own profile and Apple's is trash, but I do like Spotify's. I also like how I can connect my Spotify 
to not only daily playlists, but I like how I can connect it to my playlist. So whenever people find my playlist and then they go click the D street, they're going to my music profile. Right. It's just one big synchronized system for me to make a few bucks. Yeah. Get on board. Come yeah. on, man. And like I said, again, the canvases, I think are a cool touch that uh, yeah, I think canvases are awesome. Yeah. My best friend, he listens to Apple music. So I know that all of my lessons off Apple music come from one person and it tells me it's all from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, you know, because it, it breaks it down like that. And I, so I do know how many times he listens to me because he's like, I, I had to re-verify. Someone. I had to go through the re-verification process because they um they had me when I first uploaded music. I was uploading some other songs that I had mixed, some hip hop shit with other artists. Right. Of course, me not knowing what I'm doing, I just upload the shit. Distro kid assumed that we were like a group artist. So when I tried to upload my new single. It wouldn't let me. It was making me upload the song as D Street and Still Country, which is the feature artist on Take a Toll on. Right. You. So before you should have done D Street and then that should have been Take a Toll on you featuring. Exactly. Still, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got it all fixed, but I had to re verify my Spotify, re verify my YouTube, repost all my social links on Distro. I had to redo everything. After I got it all done, I didn't realize that I did not re I was I just assumed my YouTube was good because it didn't make me re-verify. But then I found that you got to go to goodies, go down, and the blah blah blah. So when I dropped Can't Go Home, it didn't drop on my YouTube. It dropped on various artists bullshit page. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm pissed. Yeah. And I'm trying to fucking figure out if there's any way to get it fixed. And Dude, there's YouTube's, not. YouTube's the worst one. Uh I have, you know, I have that my A of the Mo artist page, and then I have A of the Mo makes beats uh, that I put like beat tapes up on under. And on YouTube, I I claimed both of them, and it claimed my A of the Mo makes beats. So if I put out a beat tape, it'll pull it. But if I put out an album, it doesn't. It's like, and then I try to claim it now, and it says it's already been claimed, and it has by me, but it doesn't fucking show up where it should. And I, like, there's no there's no remedy for it. Like, there's no way that I unless I can get a hold of Distro Kid, but that's fucking impossible because they're fucking. Q and a section you have to go through. I, I never get to like the email address is, you know, everybody keeps telling me to run Vivo ads, do Vivo ads with YouTube. Know anything about it? I do not. I mean, I do know people say to run ads, you know, I'm for the first time making lyric videos for my next album and actually topping out my lyrics. And I may do are that. You making them out, are you making them yourself? I am. And there, I've made one to see if I could do it in a kind of easy way. And it turned out pretty good. I mean, decent enough. So we'll see. We'll see. How Did you see the one I made? Did you see the one I had made for Can't Go Home? I have not. Yeah. Oh, my bad. My computer's over. Well, I had one made up real quick because I didn't, um, since it didn't upload to my YouTube, I hated the fact that my new single wasn't on my YouTube. Right, right. So I had a lyric video made in like four hours and uploaded it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could make them pretty easy if someone already had the lyrics topped out. To me, that's the worst part is having to top out the lyrics because... Uh, yeah, I typed all the lyrics out and sent them to him and sent him the cover art, and he pretty much made it in about four hours. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, I've been using something in FL Studio that I make my beat videos with, and so since yeah. I kind of know the software, I was like, oh, I bet I could pull something off here. And there's like a way to legit do a lyric video where it's like one or two lines at a time, and it reads it off of uh, like you, I don't know, you post on this area, and it's it's fucking complicated. But I realized if you just make pictures of your lyrics. And then use those to come up. It's so much faster. So I found a way that I think I can knock out all these lyric videos probably in the next week or so. 
And then that'll be another thing off my plate. You know, I don't know. I'm real. I get real fucking obsessive about these. Pr- I'm like, God damn it. Now I only have so much time to do this, 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 and this, and try to no, get myself I get you. I get you. I, um, I was, uh, working, doing two jobs. And then I was like, I got to save every dollar to get this surgery so I can go to school. And, uh, like two weeks before I went to surgery, I got fired from this job, which was nothing a job in the evening few days a week few hours a night just to bring in a few 20s a week to invest right and uh they fire me and so i ended up rearranging the whole schedule but i spent the last two weeks before i went to surgery i'm talking i cleaned out my car my house sold lawn equipment garage sale bartered you're talking i'm talking everything i could do to pinch a dollar got two songs recorded mixed mastered uploaded ready to be dropped and I was just like, this is all I can do. And now it's like, I got this, like, basically no money. (laughs) And here comes these bills again, you know? Yeah. So, Like the thing that'll probably be the reason, and I'll talk about it more, I'm sure on like episode 300, uh, eventually I'll have to cancel this podcast, you know, and the, the, the biggest reason will be because I just need to get a second job. I do need to just get a second job and spend my free time just making more money because my wife makes right, right. quite a bit more money so than me. It's emasculating. Cutting her down and like, so how many more episodes you're going to have? Uh, I've always said I would try to go to 500, but that's still 200 more, which is way too many. So, uh, oh, maybe 400 could be a good goal because we're almost at 300, but we don't, we're, there's not much growth. And I do appreciate everyone that listens, but I just, I feel you though. I can't I just uh, keep it stagnant forever. That's exactly why I shut the Fresh Collective down. Right. And so, I mean, it is what it is. That that multiple reasons, but it really wasn't growing as much as like what some people thought it was. It was really becoming very stagnated and become very robotic, non-organic, and I hated it. Well, I mean, and not to hate on people because it happens, but like the artists I play on the music podcast, like they're not even listening to the episode, you know, or sharing it. You know, And again, I'm not the top that's like, you have to. I'm just like, well, if the people on it aren't even going to care that maybe I shouldn't spend so much time. And I could just go like may like if I could get a second job at a dispensary, I don't know how hard that would be, but there's a, Dude, that's, what here. I, that's what I really, that's what I'm really trying to hope that I can get into. I've been trying before, but I feel like COVID kind of made that suck, but I've had so many surgeries. Um, I can't go back into physical labor and I need to do something in the evening time so I can go to school during the day. Cause this barber school is fucking nuts nine to five Tuesday through Saturday. So it's like your whole life, but right. somehow you got to make money at night. So I'm with you. I don't have enough time for any of this shit, especially once I go back to school. But I think that, uh, and that's time you could be using to just be writing more music, dropping more singles, finding yeah. more ways to get your songs playlisted, more family time, more than anything. You yeah. Know? Right. Well, to me, that's the thing. So I mean, my wife don't have a kid and I don't know if we ever will. We'll see. But I know one of the things that hold us back is the idea that they're really expensive, you know, and my wife makes quite a bit more money than me, which we're very appreciative. But then also that makes, you know, how people are in Oklahoma that still look, you're looked down upon if you made less than the woman in the house. <laughs> for whatever reason. And so I'm like, well, maybe I should uh, give up, you know, the, you know, let's say I make profit $20 a month on this podcast profit. So like nothing. And then, uh, you know, I guess with my beats and rapping, I make a little bit more, but that's not enough probably for the amount of hours I spend a week. No, $20 (laughs) a month. Doing it. You're probably doing an episode every week, right? Uh, Two, two or three. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, that's a lot. I mean, I get what you're saying. And that sucks to see that a good platform like this, because I actually do enjoy your show and I try to listen once in a while. I can't say that I listen to every episode because it's like sometimes it's an artist I never heard of or I ain't got time. But 
it's definitely an artist that I know. Oh shit, I'm gonna go see who you know just to go listen. Like I listened to your uh, CLNY. I I went to her a while back on your show. Yeah, hating on Asher Roth. That's why she ain't been back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think quite. She's not very social media. I didn't see much out of her. I don't see much out of her on social media. But uh, on Instagram, I just respect her craft. Nah, she's living it up on Instagram. She's on her bike and. Her and her, her partner, <laughs> yeah, I seen that shit. fucking just living, living in fucking paradise. Um, I'm over here literally getting photo shoots done so I can have the photos that I upload to socials for the next two months while I'm dropping music because I'm not exactly selfie material. Right. I understand. <laughs> Dude, my favorite just, thing was this last week, I made the cover for my song Foreign Whip that'll be out next month. I've seen that. Yeah, it's a picture of your face. Uh, yeah, my face. Oh, that, that's Portrait. Yeah, and that's so that's like the actual album, but there's gonna be a single on there and I want it to look like an old, all these old shitty covers, you know, like a card that's photoshopped in and it looks like it's so bad. It looks good as far as the cover art. And I woke my wife up the other night and was like, hey, take a picture of me right now. And she's like, there's the lots on. I go, I need a shitty picture. It doesn't matter. Take a picture right now. And so it's like this worst fucking picture of me ever, but I'm just leaning I into literally- it. Um, I don't know. That's weird. Cause like I, um, I have a photographer and basically what I do is at least every couple of months, every few months, I'll get an idea of a setting that I'm trying to have. I'll gather outfits like for this new one I got come up. I bought like two, three new shirts. I bought new boots. Like, well, not that I just bought them. I bought them for me to wear, but I'm using them, incorporating them into the photo shoot. Right. And, uh, I'm basically got this front room in my house and we're going to put the backdrop up and we're covering the walls in black sheets. We got some different lighting. We're just going to try some different shit. You know what I mean? We're going to see how they come out. And then of course me being living in, you know, I live in Norman, you know, I'm right by the football stadium. So not too far from me, you have like main street and all these areas. They got all these lights hung up everywhere. And it's just at nighttime. It's really a lot of what's the right word. I don't know, an ominous glow or something over there with all the lighting and stuff in the evening. I just feel like we can really get some good picture game over there. So it's like, I just pick areas I see, pick outfits and go get my shots. But the thing is, is I'm not very photogenic. Yeah. I suck at pictures. I get compliments on my pictures, but believe me, those pictures are one out of the 20 we took. You know what I mean? I'm not photogenic. Yeah. I always feel kind of awkward taking pictures because I'm not like all these other dudes. I don't want to stand there and hold up flipping the bird in a west side in the other hand. I don't want to be like just I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm my, my photographer bitches at me. You gotta be or you gotta just like she says I need to fill the photo shoot like I'm filling the music. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm so bad at photos. Like at my wedding photographer, they kept getting pissed at me because I was so mad. I was like, quit fucking taking pictures. And it's like, that's our job. I'm like, God, I'll just I don't know. I just I know. hate it, man. It, I hate that shit. I would never make it on a reality show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'd be beating the shit out of the cameraman while his buddy's filming me. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, when I'm living life, you know, I don't feel quite as ugly. But like when I see me in a picture, I'm like, God damn, man. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, bro. That's why whenever someone hits me up like females, if when you know, I'm not saying I got them just beat my door down, but like, I'll get hits from females here and there. And they're like, you're so cute. And I'm like, you need to get some corrective lenses, yeah. girl. Coming at me wrong. I literally ain't shaved in two days. My hair right now, I'm, I'm not looking too hot right now because I've been healing from surgery. So I need to shave. I don't know. If, I'm really usually really big on my hair being faded and keeping it cleaned up. And I've been letting it go because I'm changing the style of it. So I was already neglecting it. And then now that I'm having surgery, you know, I had surgery and healing up. I'm like, fuck a haircut. 
So I'm, I'm kind of letting it grow out because I'm doing something different for just myself and for the new photo shoot. Like everything I do is for the music in its own weird way, but in my own time and in my own way, I guess. I don't know how to explain it. I think I've listened to one of your episodes before where you said you got all these people trying to keep up with their imaginary rap careers. It's right. like, yeah. just take it for what it is. Like, I'm not making, I think I made maybe $150, $200 in streams for like the whole year last year. You know what I mean? 150 bucks or something, maybe. It's, I don't make a ton of money from music. I really am for the art form and the expressive. I love making the music for what it is and I want to continue to do that. Yes, I would love to make a living from music and be able to invest and do all these great shows and tours and have all this, but I'm not very computer savvy, 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 however you want to say it at all. I couldn't even get Spreadshirt going, bro. <laughs> I had it all designed and ready. I couldn't figure out how to share the store where people could shop. Every time I tried to share the link for people to shop, it kept giving them the option to customize the clothes. Oh, yeah. There is a... Well, that's part of Spreadshirt where they people can add more to it, but there's a way you can turn that off or at least make it where they don't see that option up front. But well, yeah, however, is- I just was I was gonna drop new merch with the next up and coming singles. I always got people people still hitting me up going, Hey man, you got any merch you're selling now? I was gonna try to incorporate the new cover and incorporate my new D Street music, you know. I was gonna get some a new logo made, get it incorporated on like shirts and hoodies, but that you know, not a logo, not a cover, but just whenever I have covers, drop new the covers on different types of merch, right. have limited products. And just, you know, like you said, it ain't going to make much. I'm not printing, shipping, doing shit. All I'm doing is making a few bucks on PayPal. That's probably going to take a week to actually hit PayPal. But I figure if I could promote it enough and get enough people to make some orders, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I tell you the truth, it takes, it's, it's becomes, it's too robotic. Right. And that sounds bad, but it's not organic anymore. I like, ordering the hoodies and printing them myself and boxing them up, shipping them out. And they get a label that says it's from D street music, one, two, three D street Avenue. You know what I mean? I write that on the packages. So I just, that's what I love about it. So when people try to say I'm in it for the money, it's like, you know how much work I put in to make 18 bucks off a hoodie. Right. Fuck y'all. It ain't about money, man. It's about me being able to put out my craft and it be taken seriously and supported, you know, like, I just spent like three days with my uncle having surgery. He is one of the hardest people to hang out with in this world. (laughs) I swear, I want to beat this man with a blunt object. He's so hard. Trying to take him to the middle of Oklahoma City to one of the busiest hospitals and have a surgery. And he's the guy that's supposed to be getting me through there. I'm telling you, I'd have been better off dragging myself through there. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely know people that can't drive through the city. And I love it it's, when people. It's not even about driving. It's him. The driving through the city wasn't the problem. Oh. He's actually a pretty decent driver because he was a truck driver for probably about thirty years before oh, he actually. Right. But it's like him being the guy to get me through the hospital. He's stuck in the mind frame of like the fucking seventies or eighties. He's just everyone's a stupid, sorry son of a bitch. It don't matter which fucking. It don't matter. Everyone's an idiot except him. Well, he sounds like me to be honest. Uh, well, I try to sh- I struggle with it. Like I I do a really good job put on a positive face, but that is my biggest issue in the world is I'm pissed off at everyone. I'm a mean old bastard myself. I get told I'm a grouchy old bastard all the time and I am, but uh this dude will drive even me away, man. Right. Yeah. And like I like I'm I'm really negative too and sometimes I'm a bit grouchy, especially 
this last several months, I've been in so much pain, working two jobs, getting ready for surgery, anything. If it wasn't right in the rhythm of what I was doing, anything outside of that, I'm rah, rah, rah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm because I'm just so grouchy and bitchy. Yeah. That's, but, I mean, to me, and I know it's, I've tried to, I've been working on, you know, so I can talk about it, I think, well, but like, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be better. Yeah. Like, I just always have a plan in my head of like what I'm doing later, what I'm doing here. Right. And so whenever someone comes at me with some shit that out of nowhere that I didn't plan for, even if it's something that's not a big deal, like my immediate reaction is like, you dumb motherfucker. I have, you know, like, and I, so I'm trying to like suppress that. And I think, I'm sure my parents were like that and it rubbed off something. I don't know. But uh, I think it's because we're from Oklahoma. Right. <laughs> where I'm just like, you're, God damn it. But, and what's weird is we pull on every poll, we're the nicest state in the US, like the nicest people. And I think it's because like, you have to be nice to people's face, but you're also like, you fucking hate them all. It's like the sound. I know exactly what you mean, but if they knew the truth, <laughs> right. I'm telling you, I just spent, you wouldn't, I got things my uncle said over the last few, well, not the last few days, but at the beginning of the week when I had surgery, my uncle said things I won't even say. Right. Yeah. Man. I, it's unreal, man. He's just, it's so hard to see someone that behind the times, especially having like a nephew like me, who's covered in tattoos got a pair of white doc martins on he's mad because i'm like on facetime with you know he, he can't stand the fact that i love black women oh yeah and I mean, uh, i'm just like look it is what it is dude you gotta accept me for me and he he does but he hates it right i mean i've told people before growing up here that i mean my mom was from california so uh i didn't even know what a black person was so i was like six or seven i heard someone say the n-word my mom was like all right i gotta have a talk you know your friend so-and-so and i'm like oh yeah he's black what i didn't just didn't get it right because i was a kid you don't understand and then uh, no one talked to me about it but my other friends they'd be like i could never date a mexican girl or i could never date a whatever and i'd be like what if any girl likes me at all i'm into it like what the fuck are you right talking about? I, I, like, I never understood why people think like that and that's why i'm making sure that you know, I have a daughter myself. She's she actually just had a birthday herself. I got an eleven year old, and I'm making sure that she does every. I will make sure I go through all my power to make sure she never even thinks that way in any right. shape, form, or fashion. And I've embedded that into her. I'll tell her flat out if she hears something else out of somebody else, I'll just tell her they're wrong. <laughs> I'm just yeah. telling you right now, all bullshit aside, yeah, they're wrong. You know, so uh, I make sure I do my kid. I don't do. I don't play that bull crap. I just all those people. If I'm in the mood, I'll correct them. But <laughs> right. if I'm, uh, I ain't gonna lie. I'm getting older, letting them a little more shit pacify. You know, it's not that I don't care. It's just I got my own life and my own battles to fight, and I ain't got time to be out fighting everybody that's got some racist fucking character flaw they can't deal with. They can just deal with it themselves. I just move on and go about my own life. But um, yeah, not to get too crazy into it, but just for me, what. My struggle is because I'm sure you're the similar growing up. I was very liberal because I liked bl the black culture, if you will. You know, I always liked rap music and I got called a wigger a lot because I wore a backwards baseball hat in Oklahoma, you know, for whatever reason, that's what happened. And then now to see like it changed from the conservatives used to care about skin color a lot to now the liberals care a great deal about skin color. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God, dude, I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy in this. That's place. why that's why I live in. That's why I live in Norman, bro. Everyone's like living in all these places in Oklahoma. And it's like, I love Norman and I think I'm going to stick to it. It probably sounds like a boring place to others, but it's, it's probably the most liberated place in Oklahoma. There are Edmund, one of the two, I would say. I don't like Edmund. You I don't gotta either. Be rich. You got to be rich to mingle in Edmund. You don't have to be rich to mingle in, in Norman. Yeah, it's true. 
Edmund, you got to be rich. So we were just talking about Edmund on one of my live streams the other day. It's just a bunch of uppity. But in Norman, you can be, I don't care, black, white, straight, gay, Asian, Hispanic. It don't matter. I've seen grown men dressing like women, anything. It's not that I have a problem because I'm really a very to each their own type person. So I'm sure from the outside listening in, they're going to be like, these two hicks from Oklahoma. (laughs) But you know what? I that's why I live here because I can dress the way I want and be who I want to be. And I don't ever go anywhere. And someone's like, what in the hell are you wearing, boy? Because that's literally the mentality of people that I grew up around. So when I, what I call it, the great escape, (laughs) when I was like 17, 18, and I just took off and started living my own life, I was so glad. And like spending a few days with my uncle, like proved to me more and more that the farther I can get away from home, can't go home. You know what I'm talking? Yeah. The farther I can get away from home and that mentality of people and just the way people live their lives there and just keep being the best that I can be. I feel like sometimes I put in all this work and I'm like, is all this even worth it? You know, I'm living up here. I'm struggling. I'm working. I'm having surgery. And then I go home for like a weekend and I just keep doing what you're doing, man. Yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Don't ever stop. And uh, I don't know if it means anything to anyone, but it's just like, okay, that's what a lot of this new single is about was past relationships and, and being home and trying to pursue everything I've pursued from school to music, these jobs to these entrepreneur hustles, running a business, everything I've tried to do to make it in this world has all been to, not go home and you know most people are begging to go home but i'm trying to avoid everything i can to get somewhere i'll I'll know where i'm when i'm home i won't lie i've been in norman for years man probably about about five years straight this time and i've lived here years before that but uh something about norman i don't really care about the college area because right now i'm not too living too far from campus so it gets a little popping over here on the weekends so it gets a little noisier than I like for a grouchy old bitch like me. <laughs> right. But uh, it's not really too bad as far as like, like I said, Norman is a place where like when I see cops, my heart doesn't drop to my stomach. I mean, that's worth a that, lot. Yeah. It's like every time I go to some small town in Oklahoma, I drive back home. I pass a little small town. I'm like, oh, God, like, please don't stop me, harass me, bother me. They're going to think I'm some tattooed, half my head, shaved hippie fucking from Norman, Oklahoma. They're going to be looking to get me anything they can. You know, I got Officer Bob in Calvin, Oklahoma. You know, it's like, oh, Lord, don't whatever they do. Don't pull me over. (laughs) But uh, I will say that Oklahoma's progressing. Yeah, we're getting there, man. The pot helps. We're slowly getting there. The weed game has changed so much in the last two years. It's unreal. Dude, I'm doing so many dabs. It's it's stupid. <laughs> I'm I'm actually not dabbing. I, I decided um, I'm not going to dab. I was for a while, and I'm not against an occasional dab because right. I will. Yeah, I don't do it as, as much far as, as a I regular consumption. I don't dab anymore. Uh, flour and edibles for me. And uh, I'm going to try the Rick Simpson's oil out, see how I feel about that. But I'm trying to cut back on uh man, it's hard to say any of, because uh, flour is my go-to. Um, I will yeah, always too, love sure. flour. I love it. But I won't lie, man. I'm a big fan of edibles. 
I would say 80% of me is flour these days, maybe a little more. Same. And uh, Same. edibles Still don't 20% really. 20% is edibles I'm eating. Edibles don't really affect. I mean, I'm sure they would, right? But like, I have to buy like a really big fucking brownie that's real expensive. And then I just go to sleep. And I'm like, I don't understand. I mean, I would just. Yeah, smoke. you got to find your happy medium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't found it yet. I bought a, I mean, like 100, <laughs> 150 milligrams on the spot. And it's getting me baked. And it helps me because like I said, just had my 13th surgery in the same spot. So I'm, I'm a little gimpy these days and uh boy, them edibles after a long day and I eat some edibles, I'll get super stoned. I'll eat one of them. And it's like eight 30. I'm like, why the fuck am I so stoned? Oh yeah. I ate that edible and I'll sleep like a baby, man. I'll, I actually sleep all night without having to get up and piss four times a night. Yeah. I will say dabs has become my community thing though. Like if skinny comes, if like a homie comes over or something, we're doing dabs, you know, we're, yeah, I was actually thinking the other day, I was like, man, I wanted to chop it up in person on the next podcast, but I know the last time when we did it, the COVID was hitting and you said you're a, your significant other, you know, you guys didn't want to risk anyone's health or anything. And I was like, Oh, so now I was like, okay, I might do it in person, but I'm, I can't even (laughs) do it now. I just had surgery. I'm all gimped over now, but before this show ends, we got to have one face-to-face podcast. For sure, man. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we were concerned about COVID. Uh, my wife's a teacher, and I mean, there's just fucking hundreds of kids running wild, and no one cares about COVID anymore. Uh, <laughs> I guess not. I have, have you been, I mean, this is your yeah, personal vaccinated. Did yeah. you get the vaccine? Yeah, I did. And really? I'm, I'm also like, a con- I'm on board the conspiracy theorists that, uh, People are overblowing COVID that this is a grab of power by the man and all that. But I still also believe it is a legitimate sickness like influenza is. And I get the flu shot every year because my job offers it to me for free. Now, if they would have made me pay money for the vaccine, I probably wouldn't have. And I think they should call it a COVID shot. I don't think they should call it a vaccine because vaccine, I think, implies some sort of immunity for everyone. Right. And, um, I, you know, as long as they're giving me a free shot to make me a little less, you know, it won't be as bad. I'm going to take it, you know. But then again, I'm also not these people. I'm not going to yell and scream at anybody. I also understand people wearing these dumb cotton masks like I wear. Don't even really do a whole lot. If you can smell cigarette smoke through it, it ain't doing nothing for you. And, uh, you know, there's like all these different things. But in general, if I have to pretend so we can go back to fucking normal someday, I'll pretend, you know, I don't know. I have a lot of takes on it, I guess. This Basically, what you said is what I feel is I I have not been vaccinated and I have not been vaccinated. And it's not because of I think of some conspiracy theory. It's just generally the reason I have not gotten the vaccination is because outside of some kidney bladder stones that I've been dealing with for about a decade or longer, I've been sick twice. I don't get sick. I've never had the flu. I didn't get COVID the entire time. I actually smoked a joint with a dude who came up positive for COVID the next day, went and got a COVID test, quarantined for two weeks just to get a negative result. Back when it first started and COVID tests were a nightmare, you know, yeah. to get. Mm-hmm. It's like two weeks sitting at home. Oh, God, I bet I got COVID and I'm probably going to spread it to my daughter just to get a negative result. How much it's changed is before I went to surgery, they said you have to get a COVID test. I drove through the drive through at CVS fucking pharmacy and swapped my, my own self, put them in tubes in a bag and dropped them in a box and had my results with like 24 hours on an app with a profile I've downloaded. Yeah, it's crazy. not an app, but a a little link to the website they right. email me. You click it, I log in by my thumbprint iPhone, and bam, I had my own fucking mild COVID test by swabbing myself. Crazy. So I'm I'm not getting it because I just don't want to 
take any risk on my body of any health terms effect, whether they be short or long term. Right. Not because I think, oh, oh God, they're putting a chip in us and they're going to be able to control us and all this stupid shit. These people really got to get off the drugs. I mean, I think um, it's obviously a real booster shot. It's just pharmaceutical companies are going to charge the government forever to keep taking them. It's crazy. I just, it is you know, weird. We had one time polio was killing people. I, I get it. And I'm sure there's political gain behind it in fat parts and stuff. And that's cool. I just, I'm not that type of person. I don't go that route. I don't really care about any of it anymore. I'm done with the conspiracy theory, but I will say that if you think that you can get the shot and you're going to be better off, then go get it. But I think that they should stop trying to market in a way to make everyone who's not getting it feel like they're the ones who are spreading it. When people who have already got the vaccine are getting sick again. Right. I mean, I just think it's, I mean, in general, the reason why I wouldn't say we can't force people or I'm not mad at people not getting it is uh, I just don't think the government should be able to force people to do something like that. I mean, no, I think, not at all, especially I, something like that. That'd be like if they should force that, then they should be enforcing the influenza shot every flu yeah. season. And they should. I, to me, it's just I'm very to each their own. If you really think COVID is going to affect you and your health, then. Go get a vaccination, stay at home, take whatever precautions, wear a mask, whatever it is you think you need to do, do it. You can walk through that store covered in trash bags. I wouldn't say a word to you, but I'm not going to go above and beyond to protect myself from a virus that supposedly everyone's at such a high risk for. And I haven't even caught the common cold since it's hit. All right. Well, and it, before COVID existed, you know, pe- there would be bad strains of the flu and they'd be like, hey, a bad strain's coming in the flu, you know. Stay protected. Wear a scarf. You know, people done all kinds of shit. I mean, right. it, it's just a, it's a new city. Now it is new. So therefore, you don't have as many immunities. We don't have as many medicines to help cure it. And if you get it, it can be really exactly. bad. I've had a grandma that almost passed and I had a grandpa that got it, got over it real quick. You know, it, it affects people differently. I'm not saying it's not real, I, but I do think in some way you have to weigh it against some stuff that's happened, like the closure of small businesses Agreed. and like people losing their jobs. And then it's opened up this whole other thing that, I mean, we have to wrap the shit up, but like. You know, like the workers, like people are getting unemployment, so therefore they're not going to work at cheap, shitty jobs, which I agree they should work at cheap, shitty jobs. People should pay them more. But like it has kind of turned everything upside down. Like it is a snowballing thing to where it's like, well, fuck, let's see what happens. You know, I don't know. But I just think people should be able to make their own choices and the government shouldn't be, be putting in. on it. I feel like first, first of all, they didn't pay us near enough money through the pandemic to make any life decisions. Agreed. Agreed. They didn't pay me enough to tell <laughs> I, me. I got a friend, <laughs> I got a friend named Kelsey that lives in Canada. She chops it up with me on live streaming as well. And, uh, they're paying them two grand a month since the pandemic hit. Yeah. So they're all bitching at Americans for not staying in, but it's like, well, that sounds nice. We bad. have no money. Yeah. We out here, we out here trying to work and do this and Uber Eats and sell drugs and braid hair and do whatever his folks got to do to make money. I, mean, I worked all during it. Um, and luckily my job, I could do have about half of it from home. But when they really needed something done, it's like, hey, bro, you got to come in and do this shit. I'm like, all right. You know, like it is. Yeah, what it is. I, um, I actually didn't. I pretty much was doing my uh, lawn care landscaping throughout the summer last year and this year, but I didn't work through the winter. But I had savings from lawn care and stimulus checks, so I was doing okay. But I, I, I wasn't making enough money coming in to be spending money. I was just making enough to live, if that makes sense. So I just took care of my basic stuff. And, yeah, I mean, that was basically it. And then I finally started working. I took an evening job. But by the time I went back to work and they'd done uh, unlifted the mask mandate and everything, so it was like – yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's wild. Like I, 
I, I'm, I don't deny that COVID's real. I'm sure it's a virus and all that. It's just someday something's going to kill me, but it ain't going to be COVID-19. <laughs> right. Well, if it is, we'll replay this podcast and it'll be quite creepy. <laughs> right. Play it at my funeral. <laughs> it might be the very extreme COVID-28 or something, but no, I'm just, I'm overall pretty healthy anyway. And I've always tried to take the best care of myself as I can, you know, and I'm trying to be better about that. But, uh, fuck, I don't know, man. All I know is I can't let the weed go. Cigarettes took me a while to let go. Yeah. Uh, I understand. I mean, I've been a little over three years, no cigarettes for me. Uh, I probably could stop weed for a little bit. Like I could do it with a promise. I'll be back in a couple of weeks, you know, but I don't think I could ever do it with like forever. Like I would have to align the weed is what's keeping me alive. I swear. Well, I can convince myself like I'm going to take a one month break for a tea break, you know, to drop my tolerance because I'm spending too much money. But I couldn't say like I'm done. You know, that would be really hard. I feel like it's so cheap now that for me to say I'm overspending money. Hell, I spend half of what I used to spend when it was illegal. I mean. I probably spend it more. Man, it's crazy. I probably spend it a barely, lot more, if I had to be honest. Yeah. Well, you'd be all into the dabs and shit, man. Yeah. I spend about, I'd say safely right now in a good week, I spend about probably 50 bucks. Oh my God. I wish. I wish. I can't even tell you my number. It's so, it's so stupid. That's for like some flour and maybe a good chunk, a good edible. I like, I bought a thousand milligram. It was called this, uh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was some kind of thousand milligram chocolate bar. And I was eating four or five squares at a time and about four to five squares was getting me baked. <laughs> I mean, mine's probably like three to four times that amount or so. It's it's adding up. It's adding up. So I've d- definitely debated a tea break. So we'll see. We'll see what I do. But it's so hard. I've never right. done it. Or it's been years since I've done one. Every time I say I'm going to, it lasts like three hours. And I'm like, uh, well, we'll see. Um, but all right, man, I appreciate you being on here. I'm going to play your new song, Can't Go Home. That you've quoted. Yeah, we've been on here an hour and 36. So, yeah, I didn't realize we've been on here. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate it, man, for having me on here. Um, I'm definitely, especially playing the new single. Uh, for anybody that listens, I mean, definitely go stream the new single. It's in my pin post on Facebook, my pin tweet. It's in my link in my bio on Instagram. I finally got all my socials in order. You can find me at DStreet405. And if you need to find me on music platforms, it's just DStreet now. <laughs> Oh yeah, was there a space before? Or yeah, it's uh just no, there's no space. D Street, one word, and it's uh the S is lowercase. Just um, D Street. That's just, my YouTube, my Spotify, everything. Uh, the only thing that wouldn't let me change was punk ass Facebook. They have me as D Street Music. They wouldn't let me use just D Street, but they did let me. You know, on uh, Facebook, you can create an at name. I made it at D Street 405. So either way, if they're putting in D Street 405, it should pop up somewhere. So I'm hopefully I got everything in order. New singles doing good. I appreciate you playing it. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm I'm, somebody's enjoying it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I got another one dropping September the 16th. Totally different vibe. It's this is from my 1990s punk rockers. So. Yeah, I'm I'm just making the music I want to make. And uh, before you end the show, man, I really want to get one more show with you. I'm going to try my best that we can do it in advance and we can book a date where I can come see you in person and we can get like super stoned and have a good ass show. Yeah, man, we'll uh, work on it. I'm sure like we have like this fall break time period where I think I have like the whole week off. Maybe, you know, we'll figure something out. Yeah, definitely. Well, I got to go back home soon to go get some uh, vehicle maintenance done. 
I get, I drive home to get my car worked on because it's cheaper to just go to my uncle's garage than it is to try to get it done here in fucking Norman or the city. So home's good for so, something. Uh, I drive home, use those tools and stuff. So I'll keep you informed on a date. We'll try to lock one more in, not too quick, but let's get a couple singles out. Let's see what we're talking about after the beginning of the year, but definitely keep me posted on these episodes. All right, man. We'll do. Thanks, man. All right. Peace.